Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Take Flight Podcast. This is episode number 205 and this is part of our solo takeaway episode. Our solo takeaway episodes are where one of the hosts of Take Flight Podcast walks you through a topic that they're passionate about and they feel like the listeners can really gain value from. This week's episode will be hosted by myself, Olu Okanola. Before we get started, I just want to give you a disclaimer. This podcast is for information purposes only. Matters discussed are not intended to and should not be relied on as investment, accounting, legal, tax, or financial recommendations. The views and opinions presented are those of the presenters, so myself for this episode. We advise that you seek and obtain independent professional advice in relation to your personal circumstances. Now, financial literacy is something that's not talked about enough. It's not even taught when growing up in the educational system. A lot of people don't know what to do with their money or additional money after paying their bills and spending it on their lifestyle, right? They don't really know how to use their money to grow wealth. A question I get a lot of times from my friends is, what should I do with my additional money? How do I grow my wealth? Now, I've been following this order that I'm going to walk us through for the last decade. And this has allowed me to grow wealth and optimize my net worth. So let's get started. The first thing I focused on when I started working, started making money, was to create an emergency fund. Now, what an emergency fund is, you look at your expenses and you try to save between one to six months worth of your expenses just to create some level of safety net. Now, this is depending on if you're single, if you have kids, if you've got a family, how much of a safety net would you want to create between that one to six months that's suitable for you? Now, myself, I look to save between three months of expenses. Now, what this provides me with is safety. Now, if I have some emergency, so I have a parking ticket, I have some sort of health issue where I need to pay um, for some additional health care that's not covered by the NHS or my um, private health care. If I have a family funeral that I need to contribute money to support, I don't need to worry or consider taking on debt to be able to cover that emergency. So when thinking about money management, a lot of it is about psychology and intelligence. A lot of people think, oh, the reason they're not wealthy is just because they're not intelligent enough. No, it's a balance between psychology and also intelligence. Now, the psychology aspect of it is, okay, mentally, how do you create a level of safety where then you can advance your wealth generation and reach other steps in creating wealth? So the first element is having together some form of emergency fund. Typically what I do with mine is I put that into a high savings account. At the moment, interest rates are high. So we're getting a better return on saving accounts. So I will put around three months of my savings um, emergency fund into a saving account, which provides me between 4% return on that. Now, that gives me the safety. The second step now is around what I call free money. So if you've got an employer, most employers have some sort of matching scheme. So pension matching scheme. Um, so for example, if you earn, let's say 100K and you put into your pension 
10K, your employer will match that and put an additional 10K into your pension. That is 100% return. You invest 10K into your future, into your pension, and your employer is putting an additional 10K. So you've got now 20K into your pension. That's 100% return. It's very difficult to find investments that provide 100% return. So what I do is I maximize the amount that my employer will match. So if my employer says they will match 5% of my salary, I match that and put the total 5%. If they say 10%, I match and put 10% of my salary into my pension. This is because I don't want to leave any free money on the table. I'm basically saying whatever my employer is willing to match, I'm going to put that maximum amount to ensure that I get that full amount. And that's a hundred percent return on my money. Um, after that, the next thing you should look to focus on is really your high interest rate debts. Now, I personally advise that most people shouldn't have any high interest rates, but life happens, right? You might have some credit card debts, which you've had to dip into because of emergency funds or an emergency has occurred. That's why remember that first step that I talk about is having an emergency fund because that will ensure that you're not having to dip into your credit card, take out loans and you have that safety. But if you do have any high interest debt, it's paying that off. Now, what do I classify as high interest rate debts? Me personally, um, and there's multiple definitions, I class that as any debt that you owe um, greater than 6% outside of a mortgage, right? So that could be for a car payment, a car loan, um, where you might have 8% or even double digit um, interest on that. That could be from a credit card. So you've exceeded your limit and you haven't been able to pay it down within the month. And now you're getting charged interest on that credit card. Again, that's high interest rates. Now, the reason why you want to aggressively pay this off after you've saved up your emergency fund and you've matched your pension is because you're losing your wealth based on the interest that you're paying on that debt. So if it's difficult to be investing money, if you're losing around 20% interest to a credit card. So the third step is really as soon as possible, try to pay off that high interest rate debt. Now, after you saved an emergency fund, you've maxed out the maximum match that your company will provide, and then you've paid off your high interest rate debts. The next thing to look at is investing in a tax advantage account. So if you're based in the UK, and most of the listeners are based in the UK, we have an ISA in the UK. What this is, is a tax wrapper, right? As a tax efficient account, where when you invest in this particular ISA account, whatever capital gain profit you make, the government or the HMRC are not able to tax it. So it's tax free. This is really important because I always say there's two things you want to really consider when investing. One, you want to consider what you're investing in to make a profit. Next, you want to ensure that when you do sell or when you want to reap your reward and your benefit, how do you minimize the amount of tax that you pay? So the best way to do that in the UK is through an ISA. Um, but if you're not based in the UK, you want to really look at what tax advantage accounts can you invest in which would mean that you'll be exempt from paying tax. Now in the UK with the tax ISA, we have a limit of around 20K. So you want to see how do you maximize the investment you do in there up onto that 20K limit that you have. This will mean your capital gain, your profits will be protected so that whenever you do sell it, you won't have to pay the capital gain tax amount, which is around 18 to 
um, tax that you would have to pay. So after that, um, and you've reached that 20K limit, the next thing that I'll do is investing in other forms of assets, right? So this could be either property, this could be investing in um, a business. Um, some people invest in businesses. Um, this is really looking at other ways to grow your wealth outside of the conventional ways that I've just previously listed. During these different steps, right, you really want to also ensure that you're investing in yourself. I say really when you set up a budget for the year, you should allocate a certain amount where you're focused on investing in yourself. So I hope this has been really useful and helpful for you. This is a step or order that I've followed over the last decade and it's allowed me to create and generate a substantial amount of wealth if you do have any questions feel free to dm us at take flight podcast or dm me directly at olu underscore okanola but i'll just quickly repeat the list again right first thing you want to focus on is creating an emergency fund that will provide you stability between one to six months depending on your circumstances in your life you'll vary between one to six months me personally i had three months worth of emergency fund saved just in case. Next, you want to maximize your employer matching scheme in their pension. So if your employer will match 4%, you should always put 4% to ensure that you don't leave any free money on the table. The third thing is pay off any high interest rate debts. So me personally, I class that as anything above 6%. Pay off aggressively if that's credit card loans or debt. If that's a car payment, that's a high double digit number, pay it off aggressively because you can't really grow wealth or real wealth if you're losing out a lot of money to high interest debts. Next thing is to take advantage of tax advantage accounts, such as uh, ISA if you're based in the UK, which will protect your capital gain profits from any tax in the future. So, and then lastly, after all of that is being optimized and you fully invested there, then you look at other avenues such as property, such as starting or buying businesses. Um, and all throughout this whole process, you should really be investing in yourself to really grow your income, grow your financial literacy, grow your health as well. These are all key areas that are really important um, for you to be able to be wealthy in the long run. So I hope this episode has been really useful to you. If you do have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. Take care and take flight. Take off, take flight with you. Yeah, we never fly, but we